<laughs> it's not your mama's Christian podcast. Hey, hey. Topper, get into that one. Well, I thought it was Corn Freak and a Leash. I was like, oh, that's kind of shame. Hey, welcome to Nacho. A Mama's. lot of our young, younger listeners are not going to know what that no, was. What's no. corn? Yeah. <laughs> Spell with a K and a backwards R. We, we, <laughs> Look we it referred up. to them on the show before. <laughs> hey, welcome to Nacho Mama's Christian Podcast. A Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I am your host, Shane Topper. Say, hey, baby. <laughs> You're you gonna look at what you say. You really want me to say it? Yeah, I want to say it. You're gonna look at it. Hey, baby. Oh, oh he looked at yes. Eric. Yes. Oh. Take that. Eric, what's up? Welcome. That's, oh, gosh. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> hey, guys, so I feel, uh, I'm feeling good today. Why? I feel extra accomplished. Mm, tell because me. What? Did you take a shower or something? <laughs> I did. Well, I did, but it's not unusual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not very handy of a person. But my my daughter's birthday was today, uh-huh. and her and my my mother and father in law got my daughter this really nice wooden play set, like outdoor play set that has like a kitchen and all that stuff. Yeah, um, they dropped it off, and I had to set it up, and it was freaking terrible setup. Yeah. It was so much. It was just all. Loose. Let me ask you this: What's but, worse, that playhouse or anything from IKEA? Uh, uh, IKEA. I actually was doing setting up this one and thinking, man, I wish it was IKEA. Really? Because I mean, it's way nicer, but you have to like actually like measure yeah. it and like make sure it's uh, level and all that stuff, uh, which I'm terrible at that stuff. You know what? IKEA is essentially Legos for adults. Oh, uh, that's all it is. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but so I set it up, and it took me like three hours to get it set up. I did it last night till like I was doing it till like midnight. And the reason why it took so long is because I'm so terrible at it. I, ke- I kept screwing stuff in, like, oh, it's not right, unscrewing it and doing it back. And I eventually got it set up. It looks pretty good. There's a couple of things I noticed. But um, the reason why I was so co- felt so accomplished because I am a terrible handy person. When it comes to s- building anything, like fixing the house, I am horrific oh, at it. Oh, yeah, me too. How are you, Top? Oh, I'm terrible at it. Yeah. The, about the, on- the extent of what I know is righty tighty lefty loosey. That's, that's, <laughs> that's honestly it. about it. Wow. It's pretty bad. Like yeah. I can't do anything with my car. Nope. Nope. If my car breaks down, I just open the hood cuz you know I know you're supposed to do that and like yeah. the engine could be gone, I still would not know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "Well, it looks fine." <laughs> <laughs> it looks like there's going to be something in this space. But uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, really for me, whenever anything doesn't work the way it's supposed to, I just go, oh, well, but I guess this is trash. Yeah. <laughs> I, and what, your why computer, do you think, your wh- phone, Why anything. do you think it's that way for, for us three? I, well, I know well, why. Well, when it comes to like handy things like housework and those sort of things, it's because our dad just did everything. Yes. Yeah. And he, he never taught us how to do well, that Well, and he also worked a super busy job working ups he would get home late every weeknight and he had very limited vacation days and the weekend sunday we, we went to church so he basically just had saturday to do any house projects and a lot so, of times when he caught home from work he wanted to hang out with us yeah, for yeah. whatever reason or he just exhausted from lifting packages yeah. all day for like yeah. 10 I hours i don't remember him ever like just going to sleep no he no. always was hanging out or coaching baseball games whatever. yeah he was involved so but doing like projects around the house since he had such limited time he d- he wasn't able to teach us. He was just like, he I would, gotta get well, this he done. Well, he could have, 
but he just didn't. He didn't but, but what I'm I saying is, he didn't have a lot of time. He didn't have time to, to yeah. sit there and teach us. He he needed to get a project done. Yeah, and move on with it. Unless he had like sometimes he would take a week vacation and do like a stay stay at home vacation sort of a deal. Yeah, and do projects and he could do it then. Yeah. But ultimately, he had he was limited to Saturday. So yeah, uh, did your did your dad ever teach you that kind of stuff? He he attempted to sometimes, and then he was like, "I was no hope." He, well, he was, <laughs> it was kind of like that. He was like, "You're not going to do it right." <laughs> I was, okay, fine. I mean, he was a perfectionist, and it was kind of like your dad. Yeah. I mean, his he worked. I guess it was more manual labor. Now he's kind of like more administrative, but he worked in warehouse for like yeah. years. Yeah. So he worked like forklifts, and he know he has all that kind of like knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah. So, and I think that generation is specifically for for males. I think that generation just kind of that's some of the stuff they just always did. Yeah. They they worked on cars, they they knew how to do stuff yeah. around the house, they just like understood how to do that cuz they had to do it. Well, and everything was um also a little bit more simple. Like yeah. like the way that a car was mm-hmm. at, back for like our parents growing up. Everything, all the cars were kind of similar. Where like you just needed a few parts to do yeah. a certain to to do certain things. Now it's like you got Japanese cars, you got American cars, you got you know European cars, German cars, and they're all different and intricate, yeah. and they, you have to like specialize in one of them. So everything is much yeah. more complicated. They all used to do their own oil changes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I have no now, idea yeah, how to no, do that. No. <laughs> the amount of time it would take for me to understand it, I would rather just pay forty dollars at Jiffy Lube. Yeah, yeah. it's not oh, much yeah. of a difference price wise. No, doing and it get them either. to vacuum the inside of my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's top, top off and, I sure and do tire that. rotations. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I get oil changes based on how dirty the interior of my car yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I need to vacuum this. Better go get oil changed. <laughs> and then I say no to everything else. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't need air filters. No. <laughs> that for forty yeah. years. You're thirty thousand miles past due. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it'll die with the same air filter. <laughs> yeah, you, like you should really get the oil that's for like high mileage. You have two hundred thousand miles of that. It's fine. I did. I went to Jimmy Lube once, and they yelled at me for how long it was. They said, "You students need to come in more because it's, it's way past the due date." One time, I had a, my first car was a Dodge Stratus. I drive a Dodge Stratus for SNL fans, but uh, it, uh, it was a Dodge Stratus, and it died, and my, and my and dad took it somewhere, or whatever, to like donate it, and I left something in the trunk. So he was like, "Oh, it's at this place." So I went to go get it out of the trunk of the car and they're like okay what car is yours and i was like it's like this 95 dodge stratus and they're like oh you mean the one with literally not a drop of oil in the car whatsoever <laughs> oh, i was like oh yeah that's it <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's why it broke down <laughs> yeah probably but uh, so so our parents had different things they they grew up with that they learned as they grew up with it's different from us our generation and there's obviously different generations, but here's one thing that I've been seeing a lot of over the past like three or four years almost. Yeah. That some videos recently have really like sparked my interest, and like I've gotten just fed up with it. And it is uh, millennial bashing. Oh. We've we've kind of hinted to this a little oh. bit in other episodes, but I am so sick of all these like that Simon guy with the glasses. I was talking about how yeah, your parents called you and how they should be in the work like. All yeah. that stuff. He was and he was saying it's not our fault that we're that we're terrible. Yes. is what he was saying. Yeah. Now to be clear, all three of us are millennials. Yeah. 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 And um, but I just I've just gotten so tired of the millennial bashing and all that stuff. So I figured that'd be a good conversation for us to have of why people bash millennials. 
What are some of the characteristics? Are they true? Yeah. Or are they not? Like, like, is it fair for us? Yeah. I think some of the uh, the common, <clears throat> at least for some of the people that would bash millennials, some of the common things they would say is that we're lazy, mm-hmm. entitled, spoiled, spoiled, narcissistic. Narcissistic is a big one. Selfish. Yeah. I mean, I've read a lot of articles that say we're the me, me, me generation yeah, kind of yeah. thing, and it's just, I don't know. I mean, there, there. Granted, there's definitely some people out there who. I mean, there's a reason that we have this name because there are certain stereotypes types that might actually live this out. But I can't, I don't agree with that. Well, I think that when it comes to a lot of those comments, like one of the biggest character traits that are given to millennials are that we are spoiled, rotten brats who are expected to have everything handed to us. Right. Yes. Entitled. Uh, entitled. Yeah. And, and, you know, we are all millennials and I don't like those people either. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we did a whole episode on trophies. Yeah, like, I and and I think that every generation has entitled people yeah, in yeah, them. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not necessarily specifically to millennials. It's to every generation yeah. based on how you were raised and and what class, if you want to say that you were raised in. I mean, all of the all the friends that I have, all the friends that we have. I don't think that that our friends are entitled by any means. No, all of our friends have had to work hard for what for what we have, and and I've I don't know. I, well, actually, I do know about you guys, but we've all been working since we were fifteen. Yeah, like I got my first job at fifteen, and I've been working since then. Yeah. and I didn't get a job earlier because I couldn't get a job earlier, right. or else I would have. Yeah. So the characteristics, where where do they come from? The the entitled attitude. Where does that come from? Do you think the older generation? The uh, now I mean like. Obviously, there is some truth behind that, and there's some things that people oh, point mean, that some, people, that people, some people point to to say this is see, look, they're entitled. Yeah, that would probably be the idea of like everyone gets a trophy. Yeah, everyone needs to be fair. Which, which I will say, if that is true, which it is true in some cases, that's on the parents mm-hmm. more that they that they've raised kids to be that way, and some kids are going to learn hard the mm-hmm. hard way that it doesn't work. Uh, that we're lazy. Where does that come from? I think that comes from. A lot of college students, after they're in college, go back to live at home and live in the basement and their parents. And they go, see, look, they're lazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it also comes from the fact that we are we are very tech, technologically sound mm-hmm. and savvy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in our generation make good money working with computers. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, well, you're not working with your hands. You know what I mean? And so you're not out there building there's, something. There's an idea of if you're on your phone or on your computer, yeah. then you're, and you're not, lazy. You're not doing Which something. is not true. Right. There are a lot of no, we're working people efficiently, who are working we're their working tails off. Yeah. And, and what I would say if for the people that think, okay, they're lazy because they have to live back at home, we don't want to live back at home. No. You know why we have to after college? There are no freaking jobs. Yeah. yeah. We don't have a job. And we're in debt. To. It's, we're it's, in debt it's impossible and we don't have a job it's yeah. impossible to get ahead it really is with our generation because mm-hmm. you think about it like it's when you come out of college well main a lot of a lot of our parents generation not not all but a lot of people could come right out of high school and get a job a getting paid job. getting paid mm-hmm. good money yeah with us now a bachelor's degree is the equivalent of a high school diploma mm-hmm. so you have to go to school you have to get your degree after that when you come out of the workforce now they're requiring three years of experience that yeah. you don't have. It's which a catch twenty two. Unless, really, unless you got an internship where you didn't get paid anything, you work work for free. Work for free for three years while you're also trying to get your bachelor's. Degree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, when you're done your bachelor's degree, here's a hundred thousand dollars in student debt that you need yep. to start paying at, at some point. So don't so, even so think. Of, so don't even think about 
trying to save money for a house because that's not happening yet. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's why our generation is waiting longer to get married, waiting longer to have kids, waiting longer to... Because you can't provide for you know, yourself. Like, because we can't get in the workforce yet. Because yeah. <laughs> we haven't started working. We don't want to go home. No. We just we just happen to go home. Why do they think we're narcissistic? Because we have this technology that lets us be able to take pictures of ourselves and post yeah. stuff on social media. This And if our parents' generation or their parents' generation had it, yeah. they'd be doing the same they thing. Couldn't, we just happen they to couldn't have couldn't take it. a selfie. Yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> Our parents' generation are doing that now in their fifties, sixties, and seventies. Yeah, that's so like they're using Facebook just as much as anybody. Yeah. Topper at one point, one of our episodes said how if his mom posts just a high status, that <laughs> she'll get a bunch of stuff. Erica's grandmother posted a status said hello, and I watched. <laughs> she got sixty comments. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> she got so 60. many. I couldn't believe it. It's and awesome. then I found out later it was the Comcast guy who posted it. Oh, really? He was just checking to make sure it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought of, I thought of you and that your mom. That is awesome. But yeah, so, but here, here's one thing I will say. I'm not saying that we necessarily have it worse off because I don't mm-hmm. know how the other generation had. Yeah, they but, had to work hard. Absolutely. But here's what drives me insane when it comes to millennial bashing. And we can talk about some of the things we've seen that, that was millennial bashing. Just because the problems that our parents had or are the parents or their parents, whatever, had, we don't have those problems, which are true. There yeah. are problems that they had that we don't have. Doesn't mean that we don't have problems. Exactly. Yeah. We don't have to deal with, with a heart, heart. It's hard to get in the workforce. We, we have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. That they didn't have that problem. Well, they had other problems that, did, that we didn't have to deal with. Back in the Depression, they did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there, there's other times. They, every generation has problems. Yeah. But don't act like our problems aren't as important because yeah. you had different ones. Right. And and it just always comes across as when they when someone says oh and they complain about millennials all they're doing is complaining about something or someone that they don't know enough about that's different than them so they blame it and yeah. bash them because that's more comfortable for them to do that to say oh they're different they're oh it's millennials doing their stuff no instead why don't we like see what millennials are doing well mm-hmm. which is a lot of stuff and and get used to it because guess what our parents generation and generation before that they're all going to eventually pass away and we're mm-hmm. going to be yeah. we're already going to we're going to be the old stuff. ones and yeah. we'll be the ones complaining about the next generation yeah. Yeah. I know with the trend and here's the thing though I've noticed just and, and I'm I'm 29 years old and I've already noticed myself looking at some of the younger generations and being negative <laughs> I think it's a common it's a it very is. easy yeah. thing to go well because a lot of times I'll see like Working at Youth Pack for so many years, I've seen like, you know, seventh graders complain about their teacher taking their phone away in school. And I'm like, uh, I didn't even have a phone till yeah. I was like, <laughs> like in yeah. the 11th grade. What are you talking yeah. Why do you even need one? Like, I found myself doing that. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, no. But, <laughs> but, and that. guess what? If you had a phone when you were in high school and you took it away, same thing. you would have freaking complained. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you would have. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, because that is the world that that, that, that that person is living in. Um, Eric, when did you get your first cell phone? My, I graduated high school. For your graduation present, it was a uh, cell phone. And I don't remember any of my friends having one. Yeah. I, I did, and like, I and think. keep in mind, it was a phone that could only call. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I could barely do anything. I yeah. don't think I could text. It was a Nokia. You could play Snake. Yep, Snake. <laughs> that was snake. That was it. And see, just this conversation makes us sound old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, but it, it is true that I look at some of these younger kids and I'm like, well, look, look, your problems aren't really that big of a deal. Yeah. It's easy to complain. It is. But I mean, even think about the problems that we had when we were in high school. The what were the things that like you like stayed up at night worried about? One of mine Girls. was. 
Yeah, I got broken up with in high school, yeah. and I was devastated, and I was depressed, whatever. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it now, being married with two kids. I woke up to Eric crying. You did. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't do anything to console me. You just act like you were sleeping. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> she, she, she goes, is he crying? Uh, yeah, 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 he definitely is. Yeah. I'm just telling ignore this. Um, but looking back on it now, I'm like, gosh, I can't believe I was so upset about it. Yeah. But back then. That's the world. That was my world. Yeah. Just like you you guys both had problems back then yeah. that when you look back at it now, like, yeah. I was really mad about that. Yeah. But that was just your world. It's all relative. I uh-huh. mean, that's especially. It's all relative. It's That's what. It sounds silly, but that's how they grew up. Mm-hmm. That's exactly mm-hmm. how they grew up. And so the the generation above us is saying the same thing about us. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean? Like, it's how we grew up. So, yeah, certain things are, are problematic to us, but that's all we know. Yeah. And to them, yeah, they didn't grow up that way, so they wouldn't understand. Right. Well, and but, I think that the worst thing that an older ge- a person from an older generation could say to a younger generation is... Well, you think you got it bad now? Like, say, say you you're uh, there's a middle schooler who or a high schooler who has was broken up with for the very first time. You know, uh, us as adults who are married and you know dating for a long time, and you look at that and be like, well, yeah, of course you guys broke up. You're in tenth grade. You uh-huh. know, like that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. But if you say to that tenth grader who just had their heart broken, that it's only gonna get tougher from here on out. What kind of hope is that giving yeah. that tenth grader? You suck. Who who their world came crashing down, and then on top of it, they have uh, someone who's thirty years older than them yeah. saying, "Hey, it only gets worse." <laughs> like, geez, can you give the kid a break and let <laughs> them work through it themselves instead of making them think that it's only going to be? It, they're already terrible. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just easy for people to complain. Yeah, and complain about people that are different. That's mm-hmm. another easy thing to complain about. And so every generation, it's easy to complain about the generation coming up, which we don't understand as much, which we're not cool like they are anymore or whatever, mm-hmm. that we're start, we're going to start doing that. Our parents' generation have been doing that. Yeah. Their generation did that to our parents' generation, like or their their parents' parents. Like, it's it's just a natural thing. But I, I was looking up some of the top millennial bashing. Oh, that, that gosh, find. I'm sure there's a lot of it. Oh, there. I mean, there's book. Here's some book titles. Uh, the dumbest generation is one, um, <laughs> which is the exact opposite. We're the smartest generation because we have the most information at our fingertips at all times. Yeah. yeah well, some people would would even say that we don't actually know things. We just can we look just up have Google. Have access we, we to Google it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, technology is increasing at a crazy rapid rate. Yeah. And Quicker because of and, yeah. and it's not. It's not saying that the other generation was dumber than us. It's just they didn't have the stuff. Yeah. So the more stuff you add on, the more you can pile up. Right. And that's all it is. So another book, Not Everyone Gets a Trophy. There you go. Uh, I'm all right with that. There were some articles saying, The Worst Generation? Do Millennials Stand a Chance in the Real World? Um, And then um, this one gets really bad. In 2013, Time Magazine, which is a pretty reputable magazine, right? You would think. 2013, they released a magazine with the title of The Me, Me, Me Generation. And here's a quote from, from that magazine. Not only do millennials lack the kind of empathy that allows them to feel concerned for others, but they, they even have trouble even intellectually understanding others' points of view. <laughs> that is so... That's crazy to me. I don't think that's a generational problem. That's a people problem, understanding someone else's point of view. Sorry, Todd, I didn't mean to cut no, you No, no, you're good. But I was just going to say that we I honestly believe that we are the most empathetic sympathetic compassionate sure generation yeah. of all oh we all, really our generation wants to do things 
that means something. It's about supporting yes. a cause. I read something. I, I don't know the percentage, but it was like, we're willing to buy something, pay a little more money if we know it's going towards Absolutely. a cause. I, I mean, I, and I, I don't want to keep blaming our parents' generation when I say this, but I mean, yeah. a lot of, most of them are just about like, oh, I'm, no, let's save some money. Yeah. I, I'm right. not going to, you know, I'm all about the best bargain. Right. I, right. I don't like, oh, it's going to, it's going to um, save the trees, whatever. I don't really care. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm only going to buy American. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this we're, is the only country right. that matters. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're also the most environmentally conscious generation. We are. Sure. Yeah, because our parents all screwed it up for yes. us. <laughs> I know, because our grandkids are going to really be in trouble because of our parents. Yeah. But, like, there's all that stuff, and that's because we have empathy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would think, but not for Time Magazine. <laughs> My, uh, Mike High, who's who's our Kai. good friend, um, he, he said something the other day that was really funny. He said, man, I was born at the perfect time because we were golfing in February because it was yeah. super warm. He said, I was born at the perfect time because, uh, one, I'm not a slave. He's black. So <laughs> he said, I'm not a slave. Yeah, good. That's and good. two, I get to experience all the good parts of global warming Before. and not have to deal with the bad parts of it. <laughs> Meaning that, hey, it's warmer out here now. So it was really fun. <laughs> He's like, I, I was born at the perfect time. <laughs> Guys. China made up global warming, so let's not talk about global warming. <laughs> okay, here's another. Uh, this is from the Washington Post. Again, pretty reputable uh, mm-hmm. news article there or news uh, company. It's called "Crack Cell Phone Screens Are Point of Pride for Some Young People." <laughs> <laughs> here's a quote from that. Period. Some young people say a crack screen gives you a sort of street cred. Who? Like you've been through some real life stuff. Yeah, I want to. Even if it happened on the mean streets of Bethesda, <laughs> it's tough, subversive, and just kind of cool. Well, for those of you who aren't around this area, Bethesda is not a tough area <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> it's a very rich area. That is that is not a cool thing. I'd actually no. be really mad right now if my phone screen yeah, cracked. I get mad. I, I've only cracked one phone. And I was so mad. And every time I, it was now that you don't have to slide to open the iPhone anymore, but you know, you just mm-hmm. have to slide. And I was always scared I was going to slice my finger <laughs> because mm-hmm. it was right there. But no, who, who wants to crack their phone? I, that is, that's, that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's stupid. Yeah, that's okay. But so we understand it's gotta that be the baby boomers that wrote that article. Yeah. <laughs> we understand that, uh, older generations always, bash millennials and younger generations how does it so what effect does that have then on the church the effect that i've seen is that whatever the millennials do and some of their qualities which um they're more tech savvy Mm -hmm. they like things at a faster pace whatever um when you're just so quick to bash millennials and that pours over to the church then all of a sudden now we're Telling them, well, you gotta like church the way it the way it always has been, mm-hmm. and you you need to suck up and just suck it up and just this is church. So you guys just typical millennials. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course you wanted this. Of course you don't like these songs. Blah blah blah. Where instead, what the church should be doing is going. Okay, we understand that there is a generation of millennials that need things a certain way. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Get over it that we like things fast paced. That's the world we grew up in. Get over the fact that that's just how things are. And either we can say, you know what, screw them, and we're going to do our own thing, and then no millennials will ever go to your church, and then you're going to complain about, hey, you don't have any college students <laughs> at your church. Or you can start to say, well, maybe we should see what they like. Oh, fast-paced. Maybe we should make our church a little more fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're tech-savvy. Oh, maybe we should do this. Oh, they like causes. Maybe we should give them things to do at our church and yeah. ways to support other things. Maybe instead of just always fighting against it, which so many people and churches do, instead partner with them. Mm-hmm. to help the generation the millennial generation which still needs jesus and the generation coming up 
Yeah. Well, if you want to see what church is going to be like in 10 years, just look at youth groups. Yeah, really. That's that's the future. Yeah, now, I'm not saying uh, you know the the immaturity th- that is involved in youth group and um, you know playing you know silly games and all those sort of things, but but I'm talking about like the way the type of music that is played, the type of technology that is going on, um, the the way that a sermon is presented in youth group. That is the future. Get used to it because those teenagers are the future. Yeah, and if you want your church to continue to go and to continue to operate, then you need to do it in a way that is going to keep the young people involved and excited about it. Yeah, I think that you, especially for the generation that's in front of us, you can't be resistant to change. And that's what, it all comes down to what you said, Eric, same as you. I mean, you can't be resistant to change. That's what, that's what's holding the church back a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. When you're, you know, you keep things old school, you keep things to what you know, rather than adapting to the new, yeah. the new age stuff. Like, I mean, I would hope that we as millennials are not going to be resistant yeah. to that youth group generation, I whatever so. they're going to be called. You know, I hope that we're able to adapt and continue mm-hmm. with whatever movement they plan on, you know, going forward with. So, yeah. and I understand the the frustration of the old generation to not want to just change everything for that. I'm not saying that you just say, hey, whatever they they care about, think about. We don't care anymore because we need to worry about millennials. Yeah. But we need to be willing to adapt to what is now mm-hmm. in order to reach people. Mm-hmm. We have to, or or kiss the church goodbye. Yeah, we have to do that. When Jesus told stories in the Bible, you know why he told stories? Because that was the best way to get across messages to the culture, and he always used cultural things. Oh yeah, yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. So we need to be relevant. Yep. So that we can reach the culture and the gener- and whatever generation we're trying to get. Every generation is too quick. To look at what what's coming up and say, I don't know if I like that. I'm not sure about that. Um, I actually heard Perry Noble preach years ago, and I was at his church for some seminar thing, and they played a worship song that was like super techno, like that kind of yeah. music that's pretty popular now. I hate it. I'll be honest, <laughs> I hate it. So, but I I understand why. So they, they like played it, it and, and I was like, it sounds fine, whatever. But. It's not the music that I normally listen to, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a music that our students listen to. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Noble said the first time he heard that song, he just sat there, his arms crossed, going, "This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Who in the world could like this song?" Yeah. And they, he just was like, "This is this is so bad." <laughs> they looked over at the college students and the mm-hmm. young people, and they're all bobbing their heads, like, "Oh yeah." And then he realized, "Oh wait, this song isn't for me. Yeah, this is for that generation." Yep. And then someone said, do you like it? He's like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> like, like, it's cool. But some, that's sometimes what you have to do. Yeah. And we have to do that for youth group. There's uh-huh. things that, that I like to do for youth group that I think is cool, that they think is terrible. Yeah. So I have to change things yeah. because it's not about me. It's about them. Right. So if, if, you, if you don't want to do anything to help millennials, fine. But don't complain when no millennials go to your church because yeah. they're not going to come. Yeah. And you want uh, even like – you know the older generation you want young people there because that is what makes a church feel alive yeah. when you have the young uh, young people there and involved there's nothing more exciting than that um you should you should be very excited about that now now i want to say also at the same time that um that us as millennials and as the young part of the younger generation, even though we're getting in the, in the older generation here. Yeah, we like to try to act like we're still the younger. <laughs> we're generation. still millennials. Right, well, we're we're like smack in the middle of millennials, actually. Um, more on the older end, but anyways, if you as as the younger generation, 
there is also something to be said about having respect for the people that have gone before us. Yes. And and that is our responsibility is that we make sure that we appreciate what our forefathers have done and and we appreciate the people who have laid the path and have put the work in to make our way of life better. Because there are people who have done that and, and we could even talk about the people in the military who have given their lives just so that we could have freedom in this country. You know, we could talk about um, the the people for church that uh, you know we used to be in a crossroads who none of us are at anymore, but um, that church is a hundred years old and started wow. in nineteen ten. And so uh, looking back and knowing that this is a church that's been going on for years and appreciating all the work and effort that's been put into it. But I also know this about millennials. We've already talked about how, um, how millennials are accepting. When you show millennials that you love them, they love you back. Yeah. That's what, that's what our generation does. Yeah. And so if you want millennials to respect you, respect us. Because it happens, I'm telling you. It, whenever I see an older gen, uh, uh, somebody, an older person showing love to a younger person, they, it is always reciprocated. Yeah, that's but, true. So, but it's it's after the older person starts to dress like the younger person, right? And they start li- starts uh, listening to no. to the music that they like. <laughs> no, it's our, no, not at it's nothing all. to do with that. No, nothing. In to fact, do with that. the younger generation never wants the older ones <laughs> to act, like act like us. No, please, <laughs> no. They, they just we be yourself. Yeah. yeah. And just, and just love. We're people. all about authenticity. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're about. So if you want to make an impact on this generation, just be you. Somebody that, that when we were in youth group that we really loved mm-hmm. um, was a guy named Mr. Tom. Oh, Mr. Well, Tom. I have no idea how old he is now. He is my man. But Mr. how old is he now? In his sixties now? Uh, I think late sixties, but I'm not positive. Yeah, he's older. So, um, but when we were so we were in youth group, he was in his fifties. Um, and he was our favorite person at youth group. Yeah. yeah. Not, he didn't act like us. He didn't try to act nope. like us. He just, we just knew he loved us and uh-huh. that's all we cared about. <laughs> yeah. That, and, and that's what every, every generation wants to feel loved and respected. And the worst way to make them feel that way is to blame the next generation yeah. for everything that's going wrong. Yeah. Just because you don't understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop blaming us and, and instead Show us respect. Even if you don't like it, you don't have to like it. Yep. You don't have to like the way we do things, but just understand yeah. that that is what it is. Yeah, Mister, and, and I want to piggyback on that because Mister Tom is one of the most influential people in my life outside of my parents, mm-hmm. uh, and and he because every young person needs godly adults in their life that are not their parents, and that was Mister Tom for I, I believe all three of us. Would you agree, Topper? Yeah, yeah. And um, and and he he changed the way that I looked at my faith. And we are so different. He is a country boy who loves country music, loves cars. Who, who loves cars, who is a hard worker, and I am like the opposite. I'm yeah. a city guy. I don't like. I don't. I could care less about cars. Don't work hard. I don't work hard. <laughs> I got the smoothest hands you could ever feel. <laughs> People regularly you ask me have, if I lotion my hands it is because amazing. there is nothing on them. There's no calluses whatsoever. Mr. Tom could have built that house in an hour. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. And, uh, but M- Mr. Tom, I love him to death because he took, a, took an interest in my life and invested in me. And that's all that you need to do. Yeah. Mr. Tom, he loved you guys so much that he used to come to your screamo band <laughs> shows back in the day like do you think yeah. that he liked that music no. he drove us no but he would he would literally yeah he, he drove us to wisconsin he from took maryland. you from maryland took you on tour back 
paid for all the gas. And brought Topper with us. Brought Topper. Just tag along. Yeah. And we played a show for 20 people, and we brought 15 of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's we true. Played for nobody. Driving to Wisconsin to play a show for five people on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, it was New Year's Eve. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was it really? It was on New Year's Eve, wow. and it was it, we left the day after Christmas. Oh my! And that's what Mister Tom did for us. That yep, man. I you want to make an that. impact in somebody's life? You go up. You show them how much you care about them, not by telling them how stupid they are or how dumb they are or how wrong they are, but just showing them that you love them, and then it makes yeah. all the difference in the world. Well, my closing question was going to be: Okay, what does the older generation do? But I think we just kind of covered it. What do they like, do? What to, do they do for? To make an what do they do for the millennials? Instead of blaming them and bashing them, what do they do? And I think yeah. we kind of covered it. Yeah, I would say. I would say exactly. And, yeah. and the responsibility, like you said, of our generation mm-hmm. is to respect that respect. people set us up. Yeah. Some would say good ways, some would say bad ways, but because of the generation before us, we have opportunities and things that we would never have had. Absolutely. So we need to understand that, and we do have respect for that. But it doesn't mean that that we're stupid and dumb and lazy yeah. because we have different challenges. Yeah. I will say one thing that, that, that the millennials, the millennial generation definitely needs to work on is the fact that um, we do have to realize that we don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And really, we know a lot less than we think we know. And I just talked about just a little while ago when you said with the dumbest generation, I was like, whatever, we're the smartest generation. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I think that we do need to understand that we don't have it all figured out because that's something that we do that's think. not a generation thing i think it's a, a person thing yeah because i think that our generation thinks that oh the older generation doesn't know they don't know how to yeah do computers and then the older generation thinks that about us they're young naive yeah. whatever um and they both are a little right and they're both a little wrong yeah um they've lived more so that means they have more wisdom than us mm-hmm. because the longer you live the more wisdom you have that's just that's just how it goes mm. But there are things that we know yeah. that they don't just because we've experienced it and they haven't mm-hmm. Like when it comes to computer and stuff. So, I don't know. But, yeah, um, I'm tired of the millennial bashing. So um, Yeah, knock it off, yeah. Time Magazine. Give me a break. And just ev- I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, well, the the one that really made me think of it was the, the most recent guy with the glasses, uh, Sean something. On that talk and, show? Yeah, and we'll post it on our Facebook and stuff. Uh, the first time I watched it, like, ah, that makes pretty good points. And then I watched it again, I was like, this is not good. Yeah. It's just him generalizing and, and all that stuff again. It's kind of annoying. So well, basically saying that we don't know how to interact with people because we are glued to glued to our uh, phones. Yes, basically. So, yeah. So, all right. Good, guys. Uh, why don't we take a break? And then and then we're going to play a game. We come back, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. So Shane, you were talking about them smooth hands. I kind of yeah. want to like, I kind of want to see for myself. Yeah, you want to give them a feel? I do actually. Can these, I come over and? These puppies haven't worked in years. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and we're back. Welcome back to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. The Christian Podcast. You didn't say the words correctly there, and that's only done in the intro. Hey guys, we want to do something that we haven't done in a little while. Actually, we've only done this one other time. Yeah, we have. What is it? Would you rather Would you rather 
Would you rather? Hey, I don't know what the theme is, but I'm definitely keeping what we just did. <laughs> That's fine. For sure. <laughs> you know what What I got that melody from? It was from Muppet Babies. <laughs> Muppet <laughs> Babies. Exactly. That totally is it. It is. All right, what do you got? All right, hey. Oh, uh, we're recording still. Okay. We've been recording. I haven't stopped it. Would you rather? So I got a I'm couple. I'm keeping everything in. I'm not taking any of this out. This is too great. I got a couple of uh, would you rathers. Uh, regarding um, some church situations. Oh, okay. So uh, being... Do you explain how the rules of Would You Rather go? Yeah, so the way Would You Rather works is I give you two options, you pick what you would rather. <laughs> oh, I Simple like enough. that. <laughs> all right, all right. Do all we right. get points? Do we win? I decide who's the winner. All right. There's three of them. Okay. But hey, can... Hey, listen. Hey, you want to shut up? <laughs> listen, but here's the thing. I know you like shit, you like Topper more, so just you need to be I'll impartial. Be okay, be impartial. I'll be honest. Stop winking. <laughs> he's winking hardcore. <laughs> Stop winking. It looks like he's had a seizure. I have no chance. <laughs> all right. So, first one. Now, these are all church related, and especially for us being youth. I'm a former youth pastor working with youth groups, those sort of things. We've all done that. Here's a good one. I'm a youth pastor now, but it's fine. You're the former, and don't even mention what yeah. I do right Ooh. now. Freaking jerk. <laughs> wow. Not a good start for the judge. Wow. <laughs> I'm not gonna get any votes now. Would you rather okay. host an all night lock in with middle school boys? Oh gosh. Only middle school boys or be in charge of a Bob Evans trip with the elderly ministry at your oh. church <laughs> for oh. an afternoon of lunch and bingo. And bingo? Oh, oh yeah, my bingo to it. Gosh. Okay, can I ask some questions? Sure. Yeah. All right, The The lock-in. Yeah. What kind of activities are at this lock-in? Is there basketball? Uh, yes, you have a gym, so there's there's basketball okay, so there. They're, they're going to get very sweaty. Yep. There there are games that, that you have to organize. Oh, it's gosh. not just a free-for-all. Mm. You know, you do a free-for-all at a lock-in, you're in trouble. Mm. Are there are there like blow up things like javelin one. and like there's and one moon one, bounce one, one moon bounce yep. okay so that's gonna get extra sweaty in there because only one do you have chaperones is there anybody helping you you have to recruit the chaperones okay okay did we recruit the chaperones we're already at it you're already at it yeah you, okay yeah okay you so did. we recruited but some chaperones. you're outnumbered like what's uh, the it's, still, sure. it's still outnumbered oh, um, gosh. I'll say that for every. Ten middle schoolers. There's one adult. That is a bad ratio. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. So let's only, say it's only boys. A middle school boys. There are fifty. Oh no no no. Let's say you know what. Let's do forty middle school boys. And it's me and three other leaders. Four adults. Okay. Including yourself. Okay. 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 Can I go? Can I ask about the old people? The old people. Sure. What time are we going to Bob Evans after church? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's after church. So you're going to church, and then you got to take them to lunch after. So that's a long wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're Do, gonna, they're well, gonna, you made reservations gonna, though. We made reservations. Yeah. So the wait doesn't matter. You okay. got you got the private. Oh, room. that's nice. Actually. Oh, we got the private room. Okay. Well, that's good. Do any of them have dementia? Uh, multiple. Oh shoot. That's and, that's gonna be and rough. And we'll say that it's the same number just to make it fair. You got forty of them. Oh boy. And you got three other adults with you. Three other young, younger people with with me that are okay. Yeah. Three other. Yeah. The the people who are helping. Yeah. Not because they're all adults. Yeah. You're right. But people who are volunteering with you. Okay. How fast is the, is the food going to come? Oh, it's 40, 40 elderly people. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of elderly people. So this food's going to take a while. So that means you're going to get a lot of complaints. Just, just think about 
Uh, what was just, the ordering think process? Think of them ordering. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's going to be very miserable. specific. So food's definitely going to come back wrong. Probably, yeah. At least the uh, probability the, the, is high. Yeah, the statistics the say. Probability is Wait, high. is this is this funded by the church or are they are they like all contributing? Because that's going to be you. You have you collected money ahead of time. Okay, well then that's it's a flat rate that you charge. All right, well so all money's not that's be better. Issue. That's yeah. better. Be but that's a lot. You better. are in charge of collecting it from all of them. Okay, what time do the parents pick up the middle school boys? It's uh, it's a twelve hours. It's, right, it's, so a t- it's a 12-hour lock-in. 12-hour lock-in. Okay, okay, all right, all right. And we for sure will have parents that don't show up at 8. Oh, absolutely. I've done lock-ins. Oh, and that's and overnight. I didn't get out of it. That's supposed to end at 8. That's I didn't overnight. get out of it until like 11. And with no sleep. Yeah, we won't have, sleep, right? Yeah, and that that's the fault of my worship leader right now, Anthony Stout. <laughs> His parents are always the ones. And Xander, both of them. Oh, man. Have any of the elderly people <laughs> been prone to have accidents? Oh, like the oh, like messes in their pants? No. Okay. Well, okay. that's a good so thing. Deal with that. That's a good thing. But we some of the middle it. school. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Was right. the sermon that the elderly people just heard um, something they're going to be mad about? Oh, good question. Huh. You know what? It was the annual sex sermon. So they'll be mad about that. Oh, I don't, I don't want to hear them talking about that. So after oh, gosh. Either mad or they really like Please after don't hear t- the annual sex sermon, oh, now goodness. you have to take them to Bob Evans. First off, you act like the tr- that church only do an annual sex sermon. We do like five. Oh, I As a lead pastor, I'm only doing one <laughs> a year. We do a good amount. We got some horn dogs in our church. So we <laughs> <laughs> I just did the sex sermon this past Sunday, and I had someone come up and tell me that um, this 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 lady worked at a nursing home, and she said working at the nursing nursing home, we had an outbreak of HIV. What in a nursing home? They're going at it because they were just all why not jackrabbits having sex with each other? Oh, without protection. My gosh. And now a lot of them had lost their spouses and those yeah. sort of things. Yeah, and so they were just at this nursing home, just all having sex with each other. This is what someone told me after church after oh I gave gosh, a sex service. All right, and you're, they, you have to take these people. Are, to Shane, Bob are they Evans. are they having sex about Evans? Are they having sex about Evans? Just tell me that. Goodness. No, they're not. All right, all right. I'm ready to vote. Are you I ready? think I'm ready too. All right, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Before you vote, okay, you have to play with the middle schoolers a game that makes them puke. So at least like a milk them. challenge, all right. Sprite and banana challenge I'm or ready. milk challenge or drinking soda through their dirty sock that they just got done playing basketball. Okay. I'm, I'm can, ready. Go ahead. Top. I'm doing the elderly. And explain mm. why. I'm doing the elderly because this lock-in is a 12-hour thing yep. and it's overnight. I should tell you how long the, the okay, uh, elderly that is, one is. I would like to know. Well, so you just came from church. Okay. So you've already so you've been already kind of been there. Right. Remember, it's lunch and bingo. Lunch and- <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's, this is, this yeah, is, yeah. I'll, I'll, say, fine. I'll say it's a four-hour event. Okay. So it's a it's four a to five. Four to five. It's a quarter of okay. the, or it's a third of the amount. Okay. You sticking with it? I'm sticking with it because the money has it's been collected in of, advance. Yeah. The order. No, 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 no. It's not collected in advance. You have to collect it from them there. Okay. But it's a flat rate. It's a flat it's rate. It's twenty bucks a person. All right, whatever all right. it is. That should they, so, they, so they you, should have known. Yeah. So you sticking yeah. with it? Yeah, I just think because middle school kids, at least. The, these these elderly people they're not running away from me. I can at least kind of uh-huh. keep them contained. I have some adults with me. 
and it just gets so gross and stinky yeah. with these middle school boys going, you know, going through puberty, and uh-huh. none of them wear deodorant yet. And it's just well, the good part is they're playing those weird games. You and don't have just, to worry about any of them, like you know, and, like any couples sneaking off and making out because it's only the hey, middle don't school boys. Don't give up too much. I'm, I'm ready to give okay. up. Boys, Sorry. I'm trying to think if there was anything that helped me. Anything else that helped me? Uh, that's good. You, right. that's, we that's, we, that's we reserved a table. We didn't have to wait. That's nice. That's yeah, if you had to wait, I would have added. Yeah. But I will go with the middle school boys. Here's why. Because we're going to do some things I like to do. I like to play basketball. I like to play on stuff. And when they're middle school boys, I will beat them. So that helps my ego. And I like that. That's fair. Number two. With middle school boys, if they get out of line, I can yell at them. Uh-huh. I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. I will. I can put it in the place. And they will listen to me. Elderly people are. I'm not yelling at them, yeah. and they will not listen. Mm-hmm. They do not care what I have to say. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna do their thing. So if they wanted to have sex on the table, like we we're talking about, no, I, not happening. Yeah, but if they wanted, we talked about that. If we, they wanted to do no. whatever they want to do, no. I'm done. I can't do anything to handle it. I can't stop that. Middle school boys, I can handle whatever they're gonna bring to the table. I can take care of that myself. Yeah, it's a lot longer, but I'm doing stuff that I like to do more often. And then they settle down at like five o'clock. I've done them. They settle down around that time. They pass out. They, they start to get tired. The Mountain Dew's wearing off at that point. Yeah. They're good to go. They try to go. They're trying to keep their eyes open. They're trying. And see them and they're passing out. And then out. that's when I prank them. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. I'll go with the middle school. Okay. So that's another thing. I don't know if I mentioned it, but it was overnight. That's what got me too. Yeah. This is overnight. You like your sleep. I know that. Oh, I like my sleep. I'm a diva. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. You know what though? I gotta give that one to Eric. Eric yeah! gave Eric gave some some well thought out points. reasoning. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, in that now, I I will say that I think I would rather do the elderly one, but Eric made solid points. I gotta yeah. give it to him. <laughs> All right, take that, Topper. Yeah, yeah. Two more. I got two more. This one's yeah. a short one. All right, good. What would you rather do? Listen to the worship team at your church play "Oceans" five times in a row. Oh. From start to finish, not the bridge, and and this not, also, not just the bridge, not just the bridge. But this means that they're doing the bridge every time they do it. They do the bridge like eight times. Yes, it's a long bridge because mm. that's the way that it goes. Okay, or listen to your worship team play "I Am a Friend of God" once. Oh gosh, I'll go with oceans. Oceans. I'll listen to oceans a million times. <laughs> yeah. Because first off, I do it's like it. It's a good Ocean. song. It just is a 10 you minute ex- song. You can extend it. You might get a little, but every time Spirit it comes back, you might be like, all right, yeah, I can get, I can get behind this. Without borders. Help me out. You walk <laughs> all right, ready? on the waters, whatever you would call me. <laughs> That's good. Take yeah. me deeper than. <laughs> That's how you know it's getting ready to end. Yeah, it's like, okay, here it comes. Uh, so I got to listen. It is very long. That's very drawn out. Um, but I would take that over my over friend of God, which is one of the worst worship songs ever. Yeah. Ever. I'll, if yeah. you said, I'll it's play, amazing. <laughs> no, I'm walking. So, I'm walking out of the church at that point because I know what's to come. It's probably not going to be a cool pastor. The chorus, Shane. I am a friend of God. I am a friend hey. of God. Hey, what are you? Hey, I am hey. a friend of God. You? He calls me friend. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible song. Oh. If you said just the course of it, I would still go with oceans. <laughs> <laughs> so you both are going with oceans. Of course, yeah. oceans. You know, I gotta disagree with you guys here. <laughs> Here's why: for one, oceans five times in a row—that's like an hour. That's a long that's, time. That's, that is a long. That's a fifty-minute song. That's, that's a long minutes. time. And second, 
I like Oceans, and even though I've heard it a lot, I'm scared that if I listen to it five times back to back to back, I'm going to hate it. Mm. And I don't want that to happen. I already hate I'm a friend of God. I'll suffer for three and a half, four minutes (laughs) and be done with it. Yeah. But so neither of you get a point on that one because you're both wrong. That's right. That's right. Last one. Last one. What would you rather do? Listen to a girl's small group conversation in the youth group. Okay. After what age? Uh high school. After your youth retreat weekend where two girls in the group had been broken up with. Oh, yeah, for sure it happened. That happened to every youth group retreat ever happened. <laughs> so you got so you follow me on that, right? Yep. High school girls, small group. You're sitting in on this small group time. That's two girls enough. were just broken up with after your youth retreat weekend. Or would you rather have to listen to or have a conversation with the oldest board member at your church and listen to that person complain about why the youth group is the reason that the building is falling apart. Oh gosh. These are both really hard. Dude, this is a tough one. Can I ask a question? Yeah. The girls small group. Uh-huh. We're just sitting in, correct? No, you are leading. Oh good. So you gotta <laughs> we're you leading. We're asking, uh, how long has as the girl been date uh, the girls been dating the boys? Six months. Both? Six months and we'll go a year. Oh gosh, that's a really hard breakup. <laughs> a and, whole year. And the boy, the the one who's a year, actually both of them. All right, here's here's the situation. They're both dating somebody else already. Um, they're both dating somebody else. Oh, are they, and, they're not in the group. They're not in the group. And, they're not in the group. No, they're not in the group. Okay. Oh, but they told the boys told these girls. That they felt like God was telling them oh, to yeah, date these other girls. Oh goodness! <laughs> he's a God card. God has broken up more relationships than oh, anything. <laughs> he hates relationships. <laughs> yeah, he hates them. He's always breaking them. Oh up. man! All right, so um, the so the board member. Yeah. How long of a meeting is this? This is. He, he'll go as long as you give him. He asked you to go get coffee. Mm, so this so is not. A, he didn't catch you in church. Yes, oh, yes. This, this is, is a formal. A, this is a, a formal three-hour meeting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's say hour and a half, two hours. Okay. Small groups only twenty, thirty. Well, girl small group is longer. Boy small group is about yeah. five minutes. A girl small group is about. 30 this girl minutes. small group is going to be about thirty minutes at least. Okay, thirty minutes small group. They got to deal with feelings. Let's say thirty to forty minutes. Don't do well, don't do too well feelings. And he's going to blame you. <laughs> don't do well. He's going to blame you. The the pastor and oh, the yeah. students for yeah it's going wrong because you're not you're not keeping good enough track of these teenagers who yep. their mission is to destroy this church yeah in his eyes right, I think I'm I ready. think I got it all right do you want yeah. me to top. go first you want to go first actually top went first the last time yeah. Eric I would much rather sit in a female small group <laughs> because I can fake the feelings for a half hour <laughs> I cannot hold back my anger and frustration with a guy complaining like that for two hours i wouldn't be able to do it i would say something wrong and all of a sudden before you know it like i'm i'm in trouble because because this guy's blaming Here, everything here's the other thing i forgot to tell you that for this for the girls small group you also <laughs> oh, no. you, you also um uh afterwards had the parent call you to ask you um about the conversation that you had with so i gotta figure out with the teenager and now they're not mad not mad they just want to know the conversation, and they also want to know why this boy is from hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I'm still gonna go with a girl 
Okay. Because the 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 guy complaining, like I just, I I am not mature enough yet as a pastor to deal with it. I'm not. I know I'm gonna have to get that. I I know my <laughs> faults. I know dealing with that guy because I've heard that guy blame yeah the youth group for everything has gone wrong and why we're playing these songs and blah blah, blah and how mm. and how and what it's saying is it's an indictment on me yeah. as a pastor of why I'm doing things wrong. At least in the other one, I'm not doing anything wrong. I am being a good sponsor or pastor or whatever yeah. and and i'm and i'm being there for a student okay. well this one i'm just a punching bag for an adult right. i'd ra- much rather be there for a student that's and it sucks than be a punching bag for an adult tom mm-hmm. i would go with the um meeting with the board member yeah that makes sense that you would i would do that number one i'm not a pastor so i have nothing in it for me i have nothing to lose really oh that's fair so he can get mad at me all he wants the girl small group again i i don't feel i don't feel like faking the feelings uh-huh. and i can't really relate because all that stuff i think is just so ridiculous of how <laughs> so and i think i would have fun talking to the board member and just seeing why and seeing what he had to say because i, I would i would love to just like, make let, a joke let, yeah let me hear what you have hey let's let's talk about it all right you tell me your <laughs> side i'll tell you my side that's uh-huh. fair I okay. think I think it'd be fun because I would love to hear his his old, his, it would not be fun his, <laughs> his his old traditional ways and then I can tell him all right all right let me let me let me tell you how I'm feeling you okay. will not first off can I call bullcrap on him because he would not tell this guy Mr Harmony over there he would not tell this guy okay let me tell you what's really going on he would just sit there and take it and then apologize but again. I <laughs> could one hundred percent listen I can't relate to the females I can't. Not, yeah. not, not with so their, more, not with their high the school. You can relate to them. A not with more. their high school girl drama relationship. Drama. Yeah, girl drama. I, it's something that I, I would just be interested to hear what this guy have to say. Yeah. All, All right. right. Okay. You know what? Topper, congratulations, buddy. You won that one. Thank you. Why? And you won the whole thing. <laughs> Why? You are the Would You Rather champion. I knew. Oh man, this is great. I gave a great. I gave a great line in the end. I'd rather be. I'd rather be someone. I'd rather be supporting a student than being a punching bag. That was a great line. I thought I secured it with that, <laughs> but because my last name's not Topper, I did not win. Yeah, well, well, here's the make thing. Make better Eric. arguments, Eric. If you are mature enough to handle things better, then maybe. Yeah, maybe Eric. Maybe yeah. not everybody gets enough. a trophy, Eric. You're not ready for this. I don't want a trophy, but I, I deserve it. I was entitled to it. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.